Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 120.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis. This is Adit Kapadia, and together with me is Sunanda Vashisht on an extremely rainy day in Houston. Pramod Kumar Boravalli unfortunately cannot make it. Uh, he's braving the rains and yes. driving around, so hopefully he'll make it home. I home. have a conspiracy theory. I think he is just, he watched the match and he passed out in excitement. <laughs> I think he's not even reachable anymore. Are, that could also be there. Um, wow. So for all people, all those are listeners who are under a rock. India was <laughs> playing Pakistan today. Um, in, in Birmingham. That is very important. In Birmingham, in Champions Trophy 2017. Yeah. And they beat Pakistan yet again in a world event. I think the India's record in 14 games is 12 to 2. Maybe now if this was a 15, then it's 13 to 2. I'm not sure. In ICC events, which includes uh, this World 320 and stuff. I don't think India-Pakistan is a contest anymore. I think Because the a, team is bad? Yeah, the yeah. Pakistan, Pakistan team, team, is team isn't as good. Mm. I mean, it's like... It's not the erstwhile Pakistan team. No, they India because world media But have they not been doing well? Forget about playing with no, India. They have, have they I mean, they have well? in reasonable proportion, but their one-day unit isn't as good. Because mm. um, for a lot of other reasons, because Pakistan has never had a strong batting unit. Hasn't had. No, I mean, mm. not in the last 5-10 years at least. Mm. And their bowling is their strength. Hai. And one day is getting more and more in favor of the batsmen. Ah. Second thing, their fielding is not... Wow. Like L.O.C. No. LOC pe kya pe to do, they dropped so many catches and everything and oh. stuff. But I mean, you know, I hope Team India does well. And yeah. this is only the first game. It's a very competitive tournament. I don't watch much of cricket, but India-Pakistan is Shame always something. You. I know. India-Pakistan is always uh, two, two, something else. two things I want to talk about in this. And the first thing, it was quite funny. It was his passing mention. Virat Kohli gave a press conference in which some uh, idiot asked him, sorry, journalist asked him, uh, uh, the reason why I called immediate it was about what he thought about the Champions League football match that happened between Juventus last. And he's but like, Bhai, cricket mein baat karo na. I know. But ye ho, ho kuch mein ki, ha, football, global sport, hai, let's talk about mm. this. And uh, by the same logic, I see a lot of people who are in this self-loathing. Are cricket is only played by 10 countries seriously. Why should we take it seriously? Bhai, why not? You watch NBA in peace. NBA is only played yeah, by one, one country. country. I mean, so what? I mean, yeah. And don't berate others who do watch just because you are not interested in it. But the second one, and this kind of um, annoys me as well, a lot, as a lot of people, today I saw some very interesting comments, is there were calls for India to boycott this match of Pakistan. Now, it, it's very uh, important to remember India does not play any bilateral cricket series with Pakistan. But this bakwas is India when World Cup match. Pakistan is a state sponsor of terrorism, uses this. You should uh, why should India be uh, uh, not playing Pakistan in ICC matches and why don't they speak up when India does hockey series test series tennis stuff like that ye aapko ye the fantastic position tabhi aata hai jab cricket match hone wali hoti my um, position on this is that we should uh, stop 
all sporting contact with uh, no why not why all sporting contact stop the most favored nation contact also, also. sport should be the last thing that is stopped yeah. but uh, mushaira bhi band kar do ye apne journalist jo border cross karke jaate the indo pak mushaira mein i'd rather have a cricket match than have that yeah no my thing is that all um uh, what is that person to person contact all this thing all everything should be stopped because of what we are going through but if you are not going to stop anything just focusing on cricket is stupidity and i don't believe that but i also have this uh, what you bring the important point that when it is a world tournament where everybody is all cricketing nations yeah. are played then it doesn't make sense to boycott um, pakistan and i think jay panda said something about south africa being boycotted but there's a whole no, world boy, 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 boycotted boy, south south africa didn't get that and by the way india initiated them in yeah. the world of cricket yeah. jagmohan dalmia uh, did a series and stuff but regardless so if the whole world is blocked in pakistan yes it makes sense to do no no your point is that we should not just single out um, cricket if you do want to stop all contact with um, pakistan then stop it across the board in music in poetry in just anything ha, because you, you you know veer uh, virat and i, I, Co- I actually virat, agree with that point. virat kohli and azhar ali are not sitting and uh, discussing sadat hasan banto and faiz yeah. ahmed faiz yeah. like a lot of people do in pakistan and stuff they are playing a goddamn game of cricket and they want to win the they want to be world no, champions i agree with you either uh, my position on this is the other extreme my position is stop all contact that is my position so i'm fine if you and stop you, all okay, contact they're fine but your point is that if you are not stopping Achha, anything else don't no, get no no let me give you a, a thing kal agar olympic mein gold medal hua and i don't think pakistan will have has had that but you know there is no olympic medal in terrorism <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but say कुछ कुछ हुआ right shooting में I'm kidding but <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> you laid it up for me to hear that कुछ event में हुआ where and you where where an Indian guy and a Pakistani guy are competing for the gold medal will yeah. we say अरे we'll not compete हम लोग silver ले रहे थे आप gold ले लो yeah we can't say that in Olympics so, 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 so we cannot say, say it in, in ICC why can't you say also? cricket also I, I agree with your point yeah. I am saying I agree with your point that cricket should not be singled out and in a world tournament we must play Pakistan yeah. if they are there but what I am saying is that we should stop all other contact but that's what I'm saying sports should be the last thing हाँ but that's what I'm saying but that's impractical well we probably do in terms of engagement but you cannot stop engaging like you cannot stop playing each other at world level you know you because can, it is inevitable because abhi cricket mein to ye hai next world cup there are only going to be 10 teams yeah. so there is high probability yeah, that yeah. you are going to high probability no. yeah, everything is in one group so you I are agree. going to play them i so, agree with you no no there i agree but i do want to give a shout out to um, yuvraj singh i told you this morning also when mm-hmm. i um, i i just find the way he comes keeps coming back into the game that's amazing mm. and today was just a 50 like over what, Amarna, know, keeps 50, making comebacks 50 over 29 balls or something like that i mean that's no, more aren't you proud of me i know that absolutely uh, you know but it's amazing i mean he's a cancer survivor and no, for no. him to come back and play this high octane game once mm. again and when people had almost written him off so this is a shout out to yuvraj singh and he inspires me a lot his his you know this whole the way his ethic inspires me a mm-hmm. lot so his here is a well deserved match match well, uh, I, was he man of the match yes. oh chai i knew that goodness <laughs> i didn't even know that huh. so so that was that uh, i guess we did spend quite a lot of time talking about cricket yes. let's talk about uh, three or four different things now the london attacks uh, we're going to talk about trump pulling out of the paris uh, summit 
Modi's diplomatic outreach to many countries and some domestic political issues, which, by the way, have been pretty um, laid back, mm. so to speak. Uh, every, uh, all channels want to keep talking about Gaurakshaks, I guess. So. No, on the um, domestic scene, and we'll talk about it, is a new Gadbandan that happened in uh, Chennai. Um, oh, Karnanidhi's birthday. Karnanidhi's birthday. And there you could see oh, from Nitish Kumar to Omar Abdullah um, to everyone, uh, Akhilesh Yadav. They all came for the cake. They all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dil Chata Ka dialogue, yeah. Yeah, na, cake ke liye hum yeah. ja sakte. So uh, they were there, and there was some political um, mm. messaging that was done. And I cannot Stalin, wait to see Mulan Singh Yadav. It was Stalin's and... coming uh, of for age. age party. No, but, uh, and what is he, 64? Yeah. Huh. But that's young. He's a youth icon. Do you have a problem? No, then I would be an infant, Sunanda. <laughs> but do you have a problem if Kalahikar is the chief ministerial candidate? I have the problem with the definition of youth. Yeah, but that's... So, uh, no, but uh, can you imagine uh, Mulayam Singh Yadav and Karunanidhi doing a rally in Azamgarh? Nobody will understand what anybody is saying. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and anyway. when they're talking, they're like, Achha, pe rukna tha. Haan, I don't know. But anyway, that is, that's the only um, interesting thing on the domestic Wo scene. That's what we're talking about. third front. Hota hai. <laughs> the, the minute you say third front, that means Indian elections are one and a half years away. <laughs> that is such a good point. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so let's talk about uh, Trump. Uh, nee, sorry, London attacks first. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous that two weeks ago, we're talking about Manchester attacks. Just a week ago, actually. Week Just ago, a week And ago. then this happens. I know. Um, I am sorry, I was thinking in terms of podcasts. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. But, Just know, a week ago. But, um, I mean, it's shame. It's a shame that... London has been especially on the radar of um, extremism. I mean... Uh, you know Massachusetts I mean sorry uh, Manchester attacks Manchester attacks were brutal I mean that was just and same here a car, car mode down and down. all all you need is a ordinary car vehicle with four wheels and a knife that's all you need um, enough to breed terror on the streets of um, you know any city um, and to bring any state, any uh, state administration to its knees, um, Europe is going through a crisis. I mean, there is no other way to um, say this. Europe is going through a crisis. They have a huge demographics issue now. They, this is homegrown terror. Mm. These are not people who have come from anywhere else. These are people who were born and raised and got radicalized for, uh, you know, when so much of tragedy has happened, it's hard to um, say, uh, we told you so. Mm. But really, Europe, we told you so. When Belgium attacks happened, you know, um, um, remember I said that Belgium was the place where, Brussels was the place where, um, you know, they would give uh, refuge to Kashmiri separatists. Mm. Same for um, England. Dunya bharke separatists, dunya bharke radicals, dunya bharke extremists found asylum in um, United Kingdom. Mm. At that point, they never thought about it. Under this whole um, multiculti or uh, multiculturalism, 
you know, it has gone too far, which um, Theresa May today finally did say that, mm. you know, we have become too tolerant of extremism. Mm. And that's what I, um, and that is what has happened. Mm. Now they have finally diagnosed the issue. They have understood that we have become too tolerant of the, um, you know, um, no, uh, criticism the, 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 of the extremism. But the problem now is it's too late. No, I think for Europe, and they, keep, and they keep pushing the boundaries uh, because some I, I heard like on Manchester, you know, we were saying some uh, that we need to get used to it. Someone was saying, yeah. and uh, it's yeah, a big city we need to and and then we, we then I heard this ridiculous and I saw this ridiculous tweet and which we're going to discuss for a couple of minutes by Miss Mrs Malani Parthasarthi, the Hindu. The UK is an unfair target of Islamist terrorism given its strong commitment to multiculturalism and harmonious coexistence. Then she clarified saying that um, uh, saying an attack on a country committed to pluralism is unfair doesn't mean the converse is for others so uh, we're going to talk about that soon and i want to know let you know because both of us tweeted about it yeah. but we want to talk about how we felt about sure. that tweet Yes, Sunanda, what did you think about Mrs. Parthasarthi's interesting tweet? I just thought she was delusional, like she always is. Mm. What is this? There is uh, There are some fair targets of um, Islamist terrorism? Conversions are, no, this only proves that their rubbish theory that we have, that it's only a product I just of thought inequality, it, is I wrong. Know. I just thought it was a very ingenious way of providing cover to um, jihadis. No, and I'm like, okay, uh, if your point is that people, society should be more equal and should have give all parts of you, yeah, sure, it's a good point that Britain is multicultural and, you know, the society should, you know, get the, but that saying that it's an unfair target because it's multicultural is absolute it's rubbish. rubbish. Because Islamic cannot... jihad is not because of any nonsense, inequality or exactly. poverty or lack of employment or... No, it is a poisonous ideology. Mm. It is an ideology of spread of political Islam and Sharia. That's It has nothing to do with... Uh, uh, inequality, social inequality, Aray, bhai, or anything Sharia else. itself has so many inequalities. Yeah. I would love if Miss Bardasarthi talks about that. No, no, no. This is this is nonsense. We shouldn't spend a minute talking about. Uh, no, we only spent a minute. Yeah, so, she's not. Uh, she does not deserve it. Uh, so, uh, you talked about her for a minute. <laughs> but what is what is really sad is what uh, Europe is going through, and there are really no answers. I wish we had some answers, but um, I don't know. So from know. that part of Europe, let's go. Let's take the English uh, channel and go to France <laughs> because that's tale of two cities. Tale of two cities, uh, clearly. Um, yeah. Uh, London, Kihoge, now Paris. Mm -hmm. uh, Donald Trump pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement, as was, was expected. As was expected, which the countries that signed last year. Yes. Uh, uh, India most, ratified last year. India ratified last year. I'm sorry. Most countries. I mean, except for three countries, all of the side, even North Korea has signed it. North Korea has signed it. The only two countries that have not signed it was, um, only two countries that have not signed it, Syria and Nicaragua. Nicaragua wants it stronger. Ni Nicaragua wants it stronger because they ha they feel that um, it does not do justice enough uh, and it does not get more from uh, industrialized world. And um, Syria at that point, was no nobody was taking seriously because Syria was being bombed left, right and center. Mm -hmm. So and by God knows who. By God knows so Syria was not even being taken seriously. I don't think anybody approached Syria. So now the third country on that list is United States of America. It um, I was very disturbed the day it happened. And I wrote a bunch of tweets and I wrote a, I, I 
you know uh, immediately spoke against it i thought and most people have said it this is not something new but this is clear as daylight that after second world war this is the first time um united states has abdicated its position on the um, from the leadership on the global high table what this does is that this is america saying that climate problem or climate um, this resolution is not a global problem for america to say that we will do it individually is as being as illiterate about this climate crisis as anybody else because even a 8 year old today knows what happens in india affects united states and what happens in um, united states affects china so to say that we can individually solve this problem is nonsense and that is why over the last 20 years um, this is this is a bipartisan issue the, over the last 20 years the countries have come together and said that this is a this is something that we have to resolve together and why um, COP 21 and we have fantastic pieces explaining that why COP 21 worked so well was because it was non-binding it was supposed to be sort of peer um, pressure kind of a thing that you know we'll do so much and we resolved to do so much but it was not it was a non-binding agreement it was the best compromise that could be arrived it was it was two things first the whole world coming together to solve a problem mm. and second it was non binding it was something that people were supposed to do together what united states has done there are two things there are two issues to it forget about the climate crisis it's also about the leadership about of united states what one us president promises the next us president keeps that word unless he has a very good reason to annul it I don't think um Barack Obama went around giving assurance and this was not Barack Obama's personal assurance this was assurance of United States of America this was president of the United States going and giving his word so irrespective of your ideological um bent or irrespective of your ideological compulsions you keep the word of your predecessor or you give a good reason for pulling out of it or you take the um, uh, consensus from the countries around and you say that this is what is happening and i brought out another point also i said if trump had been smart he would have scuttled the deal from inside he did not have to do such a grandstanding so, and do something no, like so this a couple of things if that, if the deal was really that bad no, so a couple of things this was clearly aimed at the domestic audience only clearly i mean clearly. this was nothing no international message nothing like that nor was this about climate <clears throat> second thing is what you said the world coming together to solve a problem in some cases of the republican party it was the world coming together also to accepting a problem because yeah, Repu- some some republicans still don't rights. accept that climate change is real yeah. um and i mean they have this bizarre ridiculous theory that i mean if you have read you'll know about it um trump what he did with this was a he overruled even some of the industrialists that had told even yeah. exon mobil and others said this was a stupid move a lot of reports were that rex tillerson was against yes. us pulling out yes. uh, only scott pruitt and a couple of others were steve bannon steve bannon i mean yeah um were uh, there um my this is also scary because it's the way the arbitrariness of which how this is done yeah that's like a madman going around it he only listens to these people he only he doesn't listen to a lot of people who've had experience in this 
and how will this spread the you know the geopolitical discussion he wants to make us more isolationist and stuff but who is it in alliance with i mean is it only with canada and mexico i mean after what all trump has said and yeah. stuff and the way he spoke about germany so nato also seems to be in trouble i mean and not denying what he said was wrong that yes europe does feel that india america pays a lot more and it's not a fair deal in nato mm. but there are ways as i was telling someone there is diplomacy there is counter diplomacy there is um uh, you know you talk back and forth but you don't go around tweeting and saying that germany does so and this and this this is your ally so um i'm a i i just am completely um not understanding what um, trump is up to at the moment also i don't understand whether he actually believes in this nonsense or is he just you know following these people whatever blindly they say um, he is just his whole thing about that i am keeping the jobs in the um, uh, you know in the country no, but, but also talk about let's talk about what he said the rubbish he said about india, india right? yes that Because also needs to be called out it was uh, he said that india is going to double the coal production by 2020 that that's was, impossible in next four years we're not going to be able to do that and that's not even the pa- way of the government the government is actually are we really shocked because that's all he seems to do because he has been putting out falsehoods out there that have not just rhetoric pure rhetoric india is not doubling its no one can double their coal production in uh, four years and the another thing that he said that india is demanding billions and billions and billions of um, dollars to stay in the treaty is utter nonsense what india is asking for and what prime minister modi has clearly articulated was climate justice it was like give us the uh, technology the technology transfer mm-hmm. that is not asking for billions and billions and billions of dollars of aid for example india does is not dependent on american aid i thought that was complete that was complete rubbish insensitive mm. and 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 just plain lies mm. i don't know how else to um, explain it exactly so i mean i, I, I really don't know that what uh, i didn't you not understand that uh, if there is a climate change and the sea waters rise marlago will be affected too i think mm. someone someone would have told tell told him that yeah but um anyway but this is this was one place there are two things where the world community needs to get together one is climate another is terrorism i don't see them getting together on terrorism or climate i mean um it is something that um you know every you know it's just an individual thing it was interesting that post <coughs> trumps withdrawal from the treaty how other countries reacted um uh, for example germany said they were committed to it france said there was committed to it india which was the biggest prize for um cop21 <coughs> paris agreement they said and i i completely agree with what president uh, i mean prime minister narendra modi said he said we did not sign the paris climate for us uh, protecting climate for us is not something we do for america or europe or anybody else nobody treats nobody uh, teaches us environmentalism we teach it the other, it's the other way around we teach the world 
environmentalism protecting the environment and being in harmony with the environment is an indian is an eastern indic concept yeah. west is only now getting used to it accepting the be accepting one with the nature be one with the nature for us it is something that we have been doing for 5000 years ago and maybe have lost the path in between but this is something that we have known at least so um it was good of prime minister narendra modi to say that we're not doing this for america we're not doing it for any other country we are doing it for the future hmm. so um we stay committed to uh, saving the planet he did uh, he did a tours uh, into mm-hmm. germany where he shared an excellent rapport with uh, uh, chancellor merkel and there is some very interesting things that came out the one i want to really talk about is russia and uh, one very interesting moment happened when him megan kelly and vladimir putin there was an interview and megan kelly asked him what he thinks about allegations of um, russian interference in election so prime minister modi said all these people putin trump may are big people they don't need me you as a lawyer you talk to them all the time uh, you don't need me, me as, as a lawyer, lawyer. Yeah. it was a excellently very put. well played and some very of the questions well there were very tricky questions asked by megan kelly who mm. for some reason did not know whether the second most popular politician on twitter had a twitter account mm. um kept asking uh, so much for a journalist but kept asking um uh, modi and modi answered those questions with aplomb he handled the questions very well very well on now that now my stage. question is now they uh, russia and india did reach a couple of very interesting things they talked about the kudankulam nuclear plant russia finishing yeah. phase 5 and 6 and they talked about increasing the trade six times which seems kind of difficult to happen but i mean mm. if it does i mean no Yeah. it's it's great for india and russia both but what it also signifies is that what from what trump said does this mean reorientation in the world power or so right now it seems absolutely. like so absolutely whether it's only for optics or real thing remains to be seen but uh, it also puts a lot of questions over prime minister's uh, trip to us and uh, as we read in the hindu uh, madison square type event in houston we're not sure happen. about that yet if if that does happen though uh, you know the place you'll be coming to for exclusive coverage coverage interviews podcast yeah. that's mind makers but anyways lots more to talk about on the other end as we wrap up in part 3 about the indian domestic issues before we get to our uh, next topic um, i do want to say that this is mind makers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mind makers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashish which is me Okay, interesting thing. I read this report uh, where Rahul Gandhi said that he is reading on reading Upanishads and Gita to take on the RSS. Why? <laughs> I know. I mean, that is great. That. It's a good day. Ah, it's a good day. That he is reading and and I think Prime Minister Modi should say that I don't need to read this. I need to take on the Congress. <laughs> so uh, so Rahul Gandhi. Why? 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 Um, uh, what does this mean? Their their wisdom comes from Upanishads and Gita. Is that why they're so popular? Quite possibly. <laughs> Such an inane statement. Ha! <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. But uh, anyway, to see all of them on the stage, and it was. He also uh, said something like, "Sent an SMS to my sister. I told my sister I love coming to Tamil Nadu. I don't know somehow I feel connected to Tamil people." So, SMS he feels connected everywhere. I, I don't. But it was uh, Akhilesh Yadav and um, uh, you know all, all of them, uh, Akhilesh, <laughs> Rahul, and uh, Omar Abdullah, Achha, and all I those. I forgot to complete. She said, "I wrote to Priyanka, I love Tamil Tamils." She said, "I love them too." 
<laughs> Rahul Gandhi said, I mean, I'm quoting of NDTV report and NDTV is never wrong about Congress, no? One can assume, so. <coughs> there almost, there is an excellent piece on the Mindmaker's website about how Congress, this is the final, they're taking on that, um, you know, um, youth Congress guy killing the cow in um, Kerala, oh. how this is the final assault by Congress and on Congress. There's an excellent oh. piece on mind makers that you should read. And this this really is the end of Congress. I mean, uh, Soria Congress at least. If something else comes out of it, that's wonderful. But this really does seem the end of um, Sonia Congress. They, they are completely out of ideas. Three, we've just been seen the three-year anniversary of Modi government. Modi government is stronger than ever. And um, it, it just does not seem, um, yes, the uh, GDP growth did, uh, you know, that was a little bit of uh, setback, mm. which was expected because of demonetization and also because of the crackdown on mm. um, black money. Um, uh, so it, it wasn't going to be that smooth. Around that time, it was uh, going to uh, come down. There were going to be a few hiccups. But overall, economy is strong compared mm. to 2014. And this is the point that I keep saying again and again and again, that overall the economy is on very strong footing compared to 2014, what he inherited. And the banking crisis and the NPAs, he is, he is inherited and he's figuring it out. But, but overall, but I have to say, to say that the economy has tanked. No, it, it hasn't tanked, but the GDP numbers going down is a cause of concern. It is. And that is something that they need to um, fix. But that, and, and does whether, not mean, and whether, that does not mean that economy is not no, on strong also, also, and the, Mr. Modi, it is incumbent on Narendra Modi. I don't care how he does in the election to come out and talk to the people about this 15th August when he comes about whether demonetization was a success or a failure yeah. in his opinion. Mm -hmm. We don't know the Reserve Bank figures haven't come out. About there it. has been a, initially all, everyone was supportive on demonetization. Mm -hmm. No one knew. There have been some serious concerns since. Mm -hmm. Economists have talked about it. Uh, has it made a difference? Was the lower? Because if you take such a big and, and it is if he's a leader and he's not concerned about the outcome. Mm -hmm. You know, he should, if he, if he has made a move, he should own up to it and he, see and what he this has. is. He has. And he has. No, no. In, remember, Uttar Pradesh was he really... Has. No, no, no. But he has to come with facts Fact. and figures, Sunanda. That is something that... How, you know, he is not saying, I have done this, okay, okay, good. But facts, what are the facts? Yeah. If he says that the first 15.8 lakh crores ka cash tha, but this is the amount that came in, okay, there was a problem now people are going to call me an idealist. Why should he say that, mm -hmm. right? Because he sees if he wants to stay a cut above others, he has to act like it. And I think that's coming. That's coming. That owning up is coming up. And but I what don't I do think. See, Sunanda, from what I heard Mr. Jaitley say in the press conference, mm -hmm. I did not think so. He gave some bizarre reasons. He said the overall the global economy is not doing well. No, no. He gave something about dem I forgot yeah. demonetization. Mein. Yeah. But um, no, overall all other numbers. I was disappointed with those yeah. excuses. All other numbers mm. except the job figures. I mean, um, economy is in strong thing. It's not tanking like it was uh, in 2004. No, no. See. That, but we, we do uh, need to know how demonetization That NDA is us. doing better than UPA is a given. Given. Everyone knows that on a lot of issues and stuff. There is more transparency of this government, uh, stuff like corruption, that. Big, corruption, big big top corruption, level, corruption haan, is the top level. The top, uh, the top reach is the top uh, thing of external affairs ministry is doing great. Foreign policy is doing good. So, mm. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but 
I'm just saying it's incumbent upon Narendra Modi. At I, least as someone who has supported him, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I agree. No, no. So that, that, that's something I. So that's that's that. hopefully if he's listening in, or if Mr. If Amit Shah is listening, Amit Bhai, talk about it. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, what's what's you know uh, without talking in Gujarati, it's no fun. Now, yeah. now my state goes to polls this year. Actually, mm-hmm. interestingly, the Rajya Sabha polls were um, deferred. Really? Ha, because uh, the they were in conflict with the presidential uh, elections. elections. Oh, okay. So, uh, but not a whole lot of states go in 2017, but Goa does, Gujarat does. So, Mrs. Mrs. Irani, her, Irani her seat goes. goes. Uh, Goa made, of course, BJP will get a seat. Um, yeah. So that's again because Congress held that seat. Mm-hmm. So, and I think uh, they want a seat in Manipur too. Yeah, yeah, the they want a seat in Manipur. Yeah, and presidential election is going to be very interesting because who do you think will be the president of India? I don't know. Draupadi Murmu is what everyone is saying. I don't Aye, know. वो तो देखो आज everyone is saying. But if everyone is saying that, that's for sure not going to happen. If you know anything. Did anyone predict that Narsimhati Rani is going to be removed from HRD ministry? Oh. Huh. So I mean. So I don't know. I I. I, 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 I yeah, maybe Subhadra Mahajan too. Yeah, I don't know. But then who will be the speaker? Who is the question. Hmm. So, uh, interesting choices. Uh, yeah. Draupadi Murmu would be an interesting choice. Yeah. But who knows? And a lot of um, interesting things are happening in Odisha. Uh, Jay Panda was being attacked yes. by people. A lot There's, of people. They're fighting that. out in open now. Jay Panda and uh, Navin Babu. Yeah. So we'll see that. I. What language are they fighting in? English. English. I want to just like good Queen's Orissa English. politicians. Queen's English. Not in French. Yeah. जय So that was pretty interesting. And let's let's take a vague guess. What state is he from? <gasps> Who would know that he's from Odisha? <laughs> oh. So so that's that was pretty interesting. So a lot of he battles. He would not be a bad CM candidate for BJP. Mm. I don't think. I think he's been groomed like that. And if uh, Jay yeah, Panda does sense to the yeah. fact that he's been groomed. <laughs> so if Jay Panda does um, uh, join BJP, I think he'll move to the center. I don't think he will um, become the chief minister because I think that place is rightfully uh, Dharmendra Pradhan's because he's been working very hard for that. So um, although he would deny it, I, I mean this is just my opinion mm-hmm. that he does deserve that CM ship. And uh, so that's that. That's how I'm seeing this. That mm-hmm. uh, Jay Panda will move to the center. I I personally like Jay Panda quite a bit. I think Same he's way. he's a wonderful politician. And I mean he's one politician I would love to interview. So Mr. Yeah. Panda, if you're listening, I mean, yeah. Please, so he's he's love to interview. on mind makers he is a wonderful person no not not because of anything because he has been on different eyes no no not just that um he's he's been with the nda in the government <laughs> then he he moved out of course when navin patnaik broke rank so he's been in the opposition and right now he's almost like in the middle of the road not in the government not in the opposition so i uh, there are some very interesting positions yeah. or uh, especially on economics and stuff that he's taken and uh, would love to pick his brains on it right So, um, so that that that's that, and um, I mean apart from I, that, I just want to give out a shout out that uh, civil services um, results were UPSC results were announced, mm. and for the third year, 
um, there is a woman uh, topper. Mm. So that's amazing. And this year's topper is from Karnataka. Oh. So congratulations to all the UPSC toppers. I know it's a very tough Ajah, exam. I thought you were giving out a shout out to that uh, that chap from Bihar who was a topper. <laughs> 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 what is happening? Last but year, we had something like that. Home science. Year, ka yeah, kuch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics and the ka. chemistry um, science topper did not know that H2O is water. So, I don't know. So that was that. And this, I, I have a this lot of theories on the, that, which this, I'll tell you after the podcast. Right, this chap who was um, quote unquote topper right now is 42 years old. And he had in the. Really? Yeah. And he has children who are that old. And he has admitted that he did this for a job. He's 42 years old. And he wrote the SSC exam. Yeah. He wrote the SSC exam. 12th. I think. Joby hai. Ah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. doesn't matter. 42 years old and he has children probably. Matlab, young, older than you. Older than. Uh, I know I'm revealing. Uh, I'm revealing a uh, face. But yeah, you are below 42. <laughs> so, matlab, abhi bhi agar dena, to you might top in Bihar. <laughs> so, 42 years old. and uh, Oh my God. I mean, um, I mean, this is. This I, mean, is I, I wish you could see my expression. I mean, I, it's just. I know I have I have friends from Bihar and all I told them was that you know all I can think is that Bihar is where the mighty Magad Empire was and Bihar is where Nalanda was. I mean I just cannot think of anything else. I mm. mean the downfall of the education system of that uh, state is and uh, heartbreaking. And Lalu Yadav continues to be yeah that yeah is incredible somebody who is yeah. responsible for yeah this because institutional failure right? yeah, complete institutional failure complete is i don't even blame this 42 year old guy i mean it is complete institutional failure yeah so, anyways your recommendation this week sunanda my recommendation this week is unabashedly hindi medium i you can come out with something else i loved that film i mean it's about rte and it's a hilarious take on this of course it does not take into account all the serious issues with rte that you know right wing in india has so vociferously been advocating and saying that because rte is not applicable to the minority run institutions it doesn't talk about that but it does say that how the admission process in delhi and i know this because friends families everyone goes through in delhi and how difficult it is to get admission in good college in delhi a friend of mine who was actually trying to get her daughter admitted in one of the reasonably good schools in Delhi was, you know, he came up and says, he says, never before have I felt so humiliated for nothing that I had done. And there was, because if you don't have contacts, if you don't know anybody, if you don't know, there is no way you can get into a reasonably good school. Um, and and so, that uh, that line from Deepak Dobriyal, where he says, that politicians are education yeah so it's it's, it's a super blind it's a no it's it's a beautiful this thing about um, uh, you should watch it so my recommendation this week was a movie that I happened to watch rewatch it with my wife this week but she hadn't seen it uh, Madras cafe and the reason I'm recommending it is because um, two weeks ago you and promote talked about Rajiv Gandhi's assassination yes, yes. so um, Madras cafe actually is a movie that extensively deals with Rajiv Gandhi's assassination uh, no no not all of it is fact a lot of it has been fiction a lot of journalists have said but it's a finely finely I mean well-made movie I meant to say it's a finely placed a very well placed uh, a paced of, um, thriller not a lot of political thrillers are made in India yeah. so this is not your run of the mill thriller you bought, it is 
to the core a political thriller the characters like bala who gets compromised is based from very uh, based on very real people who've gotten compromised journalists everything so uh, go on the wikipedia page and see where the uh, i haven't seen it i have to see it it's a, it's a fine film shujit sarkar has made and um, i was pleased to see who spirish pandey as the cabinet secretary the ad man and siddharth basu the original quiz master plays the raw guy the raw raw chief who was mm-hmm. was fine is a, in fine form as an actor yeah. and um, it's thoda at parts thoda lamba hai but the way it's done i mean of course the uh, and my god the guy who plays prabhakaran that he it's so real the way they've <laughs> shot the sri lankan sequences and also they have shown the human component as well mm-hmm. and my second uh, recommendation is i saw vice documentary yesterday about uh, iraq taking back iraq and how the iraqi forces took back mosul uh, first of all kudos to the reporter who was there i mean twice they had to retreat because they were fired got fired at by the isis and the mm-hmm. reporter was there and then they uh, then there was another jena uh, uh, sorry isabel young uh, the reporter she went and interviewed iraqi kids who were 16 or 17 and they they were working they said what do you do so they said that apart from that we want to fight and there was a guy they showed uske photos pe isis fighters ke beheaded uh sarthe he's like that's disturbing why do you have it he's like and then he showed a picture of his friend he's like they killed all my best friends yeah. so i'm going to go and kill them and they interviewed the mother and stuff so iraq mein ye ho gaya yeah. and she said ki iraq mein iraq jo bhi hai it had a very thriving education system it did and it was not a state wo ha usme saddam hussein ka wo tha but it was pretty secular pretty i mean i'm not saying it was perfect but achhi thi khatam 20% of the schools have been destroyed or closed down because fajulla or something for mm-hmm. that area hai yeah pe ek school hai and they showed that school it it shocked me yeah it shocked me so watch that vice documentary on iraq vice does some incredible work and i think sudhir choudhry actually went to iraq from z news he uh no he went to syria syria i'm sorry syria he went to but, syria uh, he reported against isis too but yeah. watch this vice vice yeah. news report yeah. from iraq and how they took back mosul it is very inter- it's it's like a thriller the report itself so yeah. these are my two recommendations for the week um if you have any more questions write to us we'll be back with more stuff maybe with new more hangouts very soon enough till then it's a goodbye from adit and sunanda